Welcome back to the Confident Dollar Podcast. Um, today, we're going to talk about Roth IRAs and why they're important and why you need to understand them and why they can be a really uh, important strategy to be using in your long-term retirement planning. So um, I wanted to start by kind of explaining Roth IRAs and how they work. We're going to talk about taxes and how that works with a Roth IRA, um, income limits, and different ways that you can do Roth contributions for your retirement savings. So um, what specifically is a Roth IRA? So when you have earned income, most people know you have, you know, oftentimes with your job, you have an employer plan you can be a part of like a 401k or a 403b, but you also have um, uh, retirement accounts, personal retirement accounts that you can open under your own name and contribute to every year as long as you have earned income. Um, and there's two options for that. You have a traditional IRA or you have a Roth IRA. And the biggest, the big difference between those two is just how they are taxed um, in the year you contribute and then when you take that money out in the long run. There are some other differences, um, small differences, uh, as far as like what you can use the money for, penalties, RMDs is another difference. But overall, the biggest difference that we're going to talk about today is just the way that they are taxed. So a traditional IRA, um, when you contribute to that, let's say for this year, you contribute into your traditional IRA for 2023. When you do your taxes before April, you're going to be able to take that amount you contributed off your income for the year 2023. For a Roth IRA, you don't get to do that. You don't get to deduct the amount you contribute um, in the year that you contribute it. So if you contribute to the Roth IRA instead, you put $3,000 in there, you don't get to take that off your income when you do your taxes for 2023. But when you get to retirement, when you take that money out, since you've already paid income on that money, um, the contributions at least, when you take that money out for qualified distributions in retirement, you don't have to pay income taxes at that point in time. For a traditional IRA, you do. So you get the tax deduction now. When you get to retirement, you take money out um, in retirement with those distributions to live on. Um, you are going to have to pay income tax. That's going to be taxed at your uh, regular income rate at that time, whatever tax bracket you were in in retirement. That's the rate you're going to pay on that, on that money when you take it out for a traditional IRA. For a Roth IRA, when you get to retirement, you don't have to pay income taxes on it. So it's a, it is essentially a tax-free source of income for you in retirement. So why is that such a big deal? It would seem like off the bat, you're kind of thinking, okay, that probably evens itself out, right? I mean, the biggest difference would be, well, do I pay more taxes now or do I pay more taxes in retirement? My tax bracket's lower in retirement. Maybe that's fine. Um, but what are the differences, you know, really? Um, the biggest difference and the reason why it's so important to consider is because let's say you're 30 years old, okay? You're 30, you are gonna retire at 65, and currently you have nothing in a Roth IRA, but after thinking about it and looking into them, you decide to start putting $200 a month into a Roth IRA from the time you're 30 to the time you're 65. And you happen to have an annual return rate of about 10% every year is what you average, okay? When you get to 65, you will have contributed $84,000 into your Roth IRA. Um, and that amount is what you, you have paid taxes on $84,000 in there. Uh, you paid income taxes on that amount of money because you didn't get to deduct it, deduct, deduct it, sorry, in the year you put it in. But over that time, as it's been invested, it has grown to 600, over $675,000 is the amount of growth you've had. So actually total in your account, you have about 760,000, but the amount of growth um, after 84,000 of contributions, the amount of growth you've had on that is about $675,000 in that account. 
that amount, when you take that out, you also don't have to pay taxes on that amount. So that is a really big benefit of a Roth IRA is that the growth that you have over that period of time, you do not pay income taxes on. And if you start when you're young, um, saving for retirement and investing, you're going to have, even if you don't average 10%, you're going to have a ton of growth because of the length of time you have to invest. Um, but that's going to be a lot of money that you save in taxes if you use a Roth IRA. So what are a few stipulations around a Roth IRA? How do they work? How can you use them? You know, what are income limits? All of that. So there are um, basically four different ways. And the last two are very similar, but there's four different ways that you can get your money um, you can do Roth contributions basically. So the first, what I've been saying is the Roth IRA. That is the first, uh, most common, you know, way to get started for having Roth contributions for your retirement plan. Um, for the Roth IRA, like I said, this is a personal retirement account that you open. If you have earned income, you can do this as soon as you have earned income and you can contribute to this. So for 2023 though, there is a limit of $6,500 that you can put into a Roth IRA for 2023. If you are over 50, you have a catch-up amount of about a thousand of a thousand dollars. So you can do seven thousand five hundred if you are over if you are 50 and over into a Roth IRA. The biggest thing to pay attention to with a Roth IRA is that there is a phase-out based on your modified adjusted gross income, in which you can no longer contribute directly to a Roth IRA. So if you are married and you file jointly, your phase-out begins at 218000 and you're fully phased out by 228000 So if you land in between those numbers, there is an equation in which you can still do a certain amount of a contribution to a, directly to a Roth, but once you get to 228000 you cannot contribute directly to a Roth anymore. Um, if you are a single filer, um, your phase out starts at 138,000 and you're fully phased out by 153,000. So there are income limits when it comes to contributing directly to a Roth IRA. And so this is something, you know, a lot of times young people get, they, I would, I, my biggest recommendation would be when you're young, get this turned on and get this started because as you get older, you're eventually going to make more money. It's going to be more complicated to get Roth contributions for your retirement. So it's a really good thing to start young, especially because you have all that time for that compound interest to take effect um, until retirement. So this is a really good uh, thing for young people to get started as soon as they have earned income. And then once you start making more money, there are other things you can do. It just gets a little trickier. Um, for a, you know, so number two, another, the second way you can get Roth contributions for your retirement is within a Roth, with Roth 401k uh, contributions. So this is not offered with everyone's 401k, but I will say I am seeing this more and more, um, that employer plans are offering Roth contributions within their 401k. And that is really good news. Um, one, because there are no income limits. So if you make too much money to do a Roth IRA, but you have off within your 401k at work, you have uh, Roth contribution options. That is fantastic because, um, there's no income limits. So you're not going to have that issue there. The second really good thing about this uh, with Roth 401k is that your um, contribution limit is a lot higher. So you can do 22,500 into a uh, Roth into a 401k. That is your contribution limit for 2023. And if you are uh, 50 or older, you can do 7,500 um, into uh, the uh, a 401k. So obviously you can do a lot more into a Roth 401k than you can a Roth IRA, which has, um, you know, is a very big benefit and really good thing for long-term savings. 
Um, but like I said, they're not offered within every 401k plan. So it does, it is going to depend on if your employer has these or not. Okay. So if you make too much money, you don't have a Roth 401k option, but you can't do directly to a Roth IRA. Um, another thing that you can do, and you can actually do this regardless, even if you can do Roth contributions, um, something that you may consider at some point in your financial planning is a Roth conversion. So what this is, is you're not directly contributing to a Roth anymore, but if you have a lot of traditional contributions, um, say for retirement, say you had some old 401ks that you've now rolled over to IRAs and you have a good amount of those, you know, stockpiling, but you also have a lot of uh, plenty of time until retirement or, um, the biggest thing I would say, there's like a five-year rule when it comes to a Roth IRA. That's kind of the one thing to pay attention to. But if you have more time than that, um, it might be a good idea to do a Roth conversion. And this would just be taking a portion of that traditional IRA and converting it to a Roth. So what happens when you do this is whatever that amount is, say you're converting $5,000 this year from your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, you are going to pay taxes on that $5,000 this year. And then it goes into the Roth IRA um, and, and then it will grow from there. So that's called a Roth conversion. And you can do that. That does not have it have income limits. So that is something that you can do depending upon um, how much Roth contributions you have for retirement. This might be a strategy you want to utilize. But it is important to consider the tax implications because depending on how much you convert, obviously in that year, you're going to pay taxes on that. So does it make sense? You know, there's an, kind of some math you need to do on the back end to see if it even makes sense to do that conversion for the long run um, for what the benefit may be in retirement um, versus just keeping it in traditional and not paying taxes on it now. So, um, but that is another option and a strategy you can consider to get Roth uh, contributions, you know, for, for later on for retirement. Um, and then very similar to that is, um, so it, it essentially is a Roth conversion, but it is called a backdoor Roth. Um, and this is a better strategy, actually, if you don't have any IRA money. Um, so you have no traditional IRA money. If all, most of your, um, retirement accounts are still in a 401k and you make too much money to do Roth contributions, um, the simplest version of this is, is this scenario in which all of it's in a 401k, you make too much to do Roth contributions directly. So you can do what's called a backdoor Roth, which means you contribute uh, a non-deductible um, uh, contribution to a IRA. So you're actually not taking that deduction anyways, because you make too much money for the deduction in an IRA. And then you're immediately contributing, uh, sorry, converting that into a Roth IRA. So instead of taking money that's already been invested um, for that Roth, you are just, it's like this immediate transaction that's happening, which makes it a little bit different that Roth conversion, but is essentially the same idea. Um, and this is another way that high income, um, high earners are saving Roth contributions for their retirement. So those last two strategies definitely um, are going to need a little more consulting and a little more thought, um, especially around the tax applications of how that may work and what that means for you. But they are strategies that you can utilize in order to get Roth contributions. So again, just to reiterate, I, I would say that um, for young people, especially before they are out of that income limit, this is like my first 
Um, oftentimes my first recommendation is like, okay, like if you have earned income, open up a Roth IRA because you just have so much time to take advantage of that, um, tax-free growth basically for your retirement. And a lot of times when you're first getting started a job anyways, it doesn't really, you don't really need that tax deduction for the traditional IRA anyway. So, um, you're not getting messed up by not having that. Um, so it's a really good thing to get started when you are younger. And I would say, um, oftentimes, you know, one of the main accounts I would recommend for people to open in most situations. Um, and then, like I said, when you start making too much money, then you have to get a little bit more creative and figure out how you're going to keep doing that. But, um, it is a really important, um, type of retirement uh, income to save. And because, you know, when you get to retirement, if you do all traditional contributions and that's the only type you save, then when you get to retirement, the only thing you have is taxable income. So you want to have some tax diversification in retirement, which is, you know, where this Roth can really come in handy. So, um, hopefully that helps kind of explain a breakdown of Roths and how you can start utilizing them in your financial planning. Lauren Gage is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into into directly. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal.